0: What up, Black men? Welcome to the Do Make Something Podcast, where we focus on helping Black men to overcome mediocrity, to become beneficial men for their community by discussing faith, creativity, art, and culture, personal development, and mental health management. I'm your host, Jamile Kalpin. Hope you all are doing well, staying safe, protecting your mental mental, and finding time for an emotional release valve somewhere in your day, somewhere in your week, wherever you can. Thank you again, guys, for um, those who listen, Um, on YouTube or on your favorite podcasting app. One, I really, really, really appreciate it. Again, the whole goal behind Dude Make Something is to create content that will help black men to become more beneficial for their community, to be healthier and uh, to continue to grow. And so in a lot of the content that I am sharing, whether it's the videos, whether it's the podcast, whether it's blog posts, whatever it is, I'm on this journey too. I'm on this journey to become a beneficial man for myself for those around me and ultimately for God's glory and for the good of other people. So, I I want that to be known that I am on this journey. <laughs> I am journeying as, you know, journeying along with you and I'm just sharing nuggets that I get in my journey and uh hopefully those nuggets that I share are helpful and beneficial to you as well as they are um, beneficial to me. But we're going to jump into the podcast Today, gonna start with a mental, mental check-in. Gonna do highs, lows, and um, you know, share. Have I been creating anything? So first, we're gonna do. Oh, we'll start high. (laughs) High. So my high is I survived COVID, (laughs) which goes directly to the low, which is I got COVID, and um, it sucked, and it still like still kind of sucks, like getting over it getting over it healing from it and another big part of wrestling with covid and healing from it and stuff is like i missed work i missed a lot of work um, because you know if you test positive for some places and for certain some jobs and employers you can't work you can't because they don't want you going in getting and making all their employees and other people sick which is understandable like i don't want to make other people sick i don't want to be sick And, um, and it really, it really did suck. Like pretty much my whole family got it. (laughs) My wife, um, my mother in love, like everybody got it. Um, we had went to a funeral, funeral recently. And while we were at the funeral services and things like that, one of the family members who had COVID because they were exposed to one of their family members who had COVID, um, family member pretty much just spread it to everybody. (laughs) And, you know, it didn't, the symptoms and stuff didn't kick in until a couple of days later, which is sometimes what happens with sicknesses and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it happened and everybody just positive, 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 positive. And it just kind of like domino affected. But again, like the time that we were there, didn't really notice, didn't really have any symptoms, didn't have any issues or whatever. Eventually. Yeah. It, 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 it came in and, um, it was not fun like for me the symptoms that i had had a lot of like body aches kind of headaches I had a sore throat and it was just really really low energy and a lot of like mental fog so i couldn't really think clearly and then eventually i started getting like a runny nose and things like that but that was that's been on like the tail end of i guess the gestation period of the virus in my system but like my my wife my mother-in-law, they got it real bad. Like they were feverish and all kinds of stuff. It it wasn't good. Like they were down and out for the count. And it was just just really frustrating because I wanted to work. And I was talking to one of my brothers about that, how to me, it's just kind of ironic that I was hesitant and struggling to get the vaccine. And so I eventually got the COVID vaccine so I could work the job that I'm working now. And I just find it funny that I needed the vaccine to work and then I got covid so I can't work you know so it's like I did the proper steps to get to where I needed to be and then I got the disease or the sickness that the vaccine is supposed to help me with and it stopped me from working and I have no interest in discussing or wondering the effectiveness of of the vaccine that's that's beside the point um the the irritating point to me is like, I did this and then I got the thing and it stopped me from doing what I want to do. (laughs) And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just frustrating. So that was the low. Um, that's really been the the most recent low is that I I, I got like, it sucks because I've been avoiding it for like the past two years, you know, and have visited people, have traveled, have done all this stuff. And then we got it you know, <laughs> we, we got it two years later. And, um, I mean, I guess people, the, the, the consensus is that everybody's going to get it at some point. And there are people who have gotten it with vaccines, without vaccines or whatever. And, um, you know, sadly, some people have gotten it and have passed away family and friends. Uh, it sucks, but it's just, it's just such a huge inconvenience. It really is. I think it's just a huge inconvenience, but we got to deal with it. So, you know, I, at this point in time, I'm, just steadily testing, hoping to test negative so that I can get back to work and get back on track with what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish. Um, but in that time I have created, I did a couple of live streams, you know, doing some instrumentals and making beats and stuff like that, which is fun. And I'm trying to get, I want to make sure that I make that a habit, um, that I actually find time for and make time for my emotional release valves. Like I'm pretty, I write pretty regularly. So that's helpful. So journaling and stuff like that is super helpful, but other aspects and other ways to be creative really helps me. Cause again, I've talked about in previous episodes, like we were designed to create whatever that looks like is different for different people, but we're created to create. And if we aren't creating, if we aren't doing that stuff, we can get back up and just all out of whack and out of alignment and stuff. And so I've been feeling like that on top of, Dealing with being sick, you know, and whatever, but making some time to be able to do that. And I'll, I'll be sure to put those clips or whatever up on the YouTube channel. Um, I usually stream it on my Twitch channel. I don't think I'm going to stream it on the YouTube channel just because I want to curate what I actually post on the channel for the benefit of those who watch it. Like the Twitch space, whenever I go live with whatever I'm producing on Twitch, is really just for me to have fun and to not, like, not deal with comments and people and stuff, I, like, I just do it just to have fun. But yeah, so that, that's where I am mentally. Um, I'm okay. Um, I guess kind of frustrated, which is kind of touching on the next thing that I wanna talk about is um, I think during this process of healing and being sick and dealing with COVID, I, I've really been wrestling with the idea of tying productivity to my personal value and I think this is something that men in general really really struggle with especially if you've been especially if you're you're married or you have kids like you, you have responsibilities you know I think it can be very difficult when you're not being productive especially for things that are like out of your control like being sick having COVID stop me from doing what I want to do um, which is make money <laughs> and make money um to provide for my family and stuff and it's to me, is it, I get it, like that there are rules in place and systems in place to keep people from being sick and stuff like that, which it, it should have always been the case. But I know like the rules weren't as intense prior to 2020. I mean, people would show up to work, chugging, you know, airborne or theraflu sick with a flu, common cold, or whatever, just showing up to work. And at this point, I mean, some people still are <laughs> mask on, coughing, sneezing, whatever. Um, because, because they have to, but since 2020, I know a lot of systems and rules have changed so that if you have a cough or runny nose, no, you can't come in. If you have to work like in person for some people, for people who work remote, that's not the case, which is beautiful, which is one reason why I'm looking into that and trying to get to the place where I can work remote and you know, also build my own business so that I can be in control of that. And I know as a man, it can be very difficult. It can be very difficult to be like, okay, I'm, I'm still a good man, even though I'm not producing anything, even though I'm not making a paycheck right now because of whatever reason. And it just, it just sucks because it sucks that I've tied so much of myself to my productivity. Again, like if I can't work or do something, I there are oftentimes I've, I personally, I just feel worthless. And the thing is, I know it's not true for the most part. Like, I know my value isn't only tied to my productivity. My value is not only tied to what I can do or what I can produce. Like, my value is really based off of who the most high says I am and the value that he gives to me. And I'm valuable regardless of what I do or what I don't do. Um, But it's really hard, especially in the capitalistic society that, that we live in, to not tie money or physicality or whatever to our value and our worth. And again, I think that's a really big deal, particularly for men. And so like, I really get it how if a man loses his job or was let go or whatever, why depression will come on? Like why you can be depressed that you can't work because you can't provide and, and you can't feel useful. Even, you know, there are some instances after men retire, even if it's something that you've been looking for To and striving for and saving up for when you don't have to go to work and when you don't have to do things to help other people or or provide for your family, you can be like, What am I doing? Why? What's my purpose? What's my value? What's my worth? And that sucks. (laughs) That really sucks. And it's really, really hard to navigate sometimes. And that's something I've been wrestling with And, and, you know, trying to seek the most high about it, trying to make sure like I'm feeding myself positive words and not letting those negative thoughts put me in a like a, a tailspin because it's real easy to do. And there were there were moments when like the symptoms that I was wrestling with with COVID were really strong that like those thoughts were just beating me over the head, you know, and I, was, I really just had to spend a lot of time praying and journaling, trying to make sure that I, I stay like calm and level-headed and stuff like that because there are moments where I'm like, yo, this is, I, I hate this, <laughs> I hate this so much. And, you know, it was a mixture of anxiety and depression and anger and all of this stuff because I, I, I felt worthless. I felt useless. Like I, I can't do anything. And it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid because like at one point in time, I was like, yo, I feel fine. Like there's nothing wrong with me. I feel like my strength is coming back. But because the test kept coming back positive, it's like, I still can't go into work, you know based off of the protocols and things that are in place for, for my current gig. And it's just like, uh, like I wanted I need to do stuff. Like I need to be useful. I need to to pretty much prove my worth and my value. And a lot of that's tied to productivity. It's tied to making money. It's tied to making things or producing things or whatever. And the other frustrating part about being sick or being in a place where you feel like you can't do stuff, especially when you're sick, like what you have to do is rest. But because so much of our value and our identity and our worth can be tied to actually doing stuff. The idea of resting is so counterintuitive. It's like, rest for what? And again, yeah, tied to capitalism, like I'll rest when I'm dead. You know, I need to hustle. I need to grind. I need, I need to do these things like, and, and it's not good. It's not healthy, particularly for men. It's not healthy, not healthy because we will treat ourselves like machines to hustle, grind, and really prove our worth as men. But our worth and our value is so much more complex than how much we produce or how much money we make, but in this society, we have minimized our human experience, we've minimized our maleness our, our manliness to things like that. you know like if I don't make money i'm not I'm not worth anything, and it's a lie and it's it's a deception really from the enemy, you know and but I think we've taken it hook line sinker. And we keep getting that same idea fed to us over and over and over again, but it's not good. Like it's really anti-human, which in my opinion, I I think things that are anti-human are anti-God, anti-Christ and really demonic. Yeah. We're supposed to work. Yeah. We're supposed to provide for our family and stuff like that, but that's not our sole existence or purpose. Cause even, even while I my family has been dealing with COVID and stuff like that. As much as I wanted to get to work, I needed to be home to take care of my wife because her symptoms were a lot worse than mine. So as much as I could be frustrated and caught up in my head, it's like, I'm not working. I'm not working. I'm not making money. That time, even though we were, even though we were sick and not, you know, in best condition, like that was a lot of vital and valuable time for my wife and I to spend together. And, you know, me being present and serving her in that way, that's valuable sure making money is viable but being emotionally there to support my wife to take care of her to make sure she has everything that she needs to to love on her to keep talking with her and to reassure her that everything is going to be okay like all that stuff is important that stuff is valuable too and then even just the bare minimum of being able to rest together that stuff is important too it's valuable too and it is part of my worth and it goes beyond a paycheck. But I know it's really hard to separate doing stuff and making stuff and being productive from our internal value. But it's something we got to do. We got to know that like, yo, I'm, I'm worth something. Even if I don't make anything today, I'm worth something. I'm important. I'm valuable. Even if I don't make money today, even if maybe for a season, I don't have a job, I'm still valuable. I'm still worthy. I'm still important. And there's other ways that I can express and show and display that value and worth that's not always tied to capital or tied to money. But yeah, I was was really struggling with that. And I I still do from time to time. But I, I, you know, again, I try to spend time praying and listening to constructive content um, and having affirmations and stuff for myself so that I, I don't tailspin, so I don't spiral. Because those negative thoughts... That stuff will hit you hard. And especially when you're not feeling well or you're already depressed, that stuff will hit you even harder. And and it's really hard to fight it when you don't have like the energy or the mental capacity at that time. But, you know, I think the most high, he's good that he's present and he helps in our time of need. And I think the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is like realizing and remembering, realizing and remembering that seasons of life will change. And what you have to do is just hang on though. You know, for those who live in kind of temperate climates, so, you know, you get all four seasons. It happens, like, almost every season and every year. I think sometimes we forget that, like, winter will end. So we were concerned about cold and snow and stuff like that. The winter season will end. Spring will come. For those who, you know, have allergies and don't like pollen and stuff during the springtime, have to remember that spring will end. Summer will come. And then during the summertime, you know, it's hot, humid, you don't like it, summer will end. Summer will end and fall comes. And on and on, like the cycle continues. But I think sometimes we forget, we forget that. We forget that things change. And especially if we're going through a hard season, it's hard to hang on. It's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to keep the, the foresight, I guess, to know that like the season's gonna end. It's not gonna be bad always. I think the reason it's important, and I think I was thinking about that is because because of the COVID situation. Like in that moment, it's just like, yo, this is never gonna end. <laughs> this is never gonna end. Like I'm not gonna get better. My test is gonna always be positive and I'm not gonna be able to work. I'm gonna be stuck. Or like, I'm not gonna feel normal again. I'm not gonna get better. But sometimes we have to remember that the seasons will, the seasons will end and I think as another reason why as men, we got to get counseling and we have to have an emotional release valve. We have to process and manage our, our emotions and mental health until we get to a better season. So like, keep your head up. If you're in that kind of season, if you're in a situation where you feel like it's not gonna get any better, or you can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel, you can't see, see the silver, silver lining around the cloud. like It just seems hopeless. Like you gotta keep your head up and you have to do the work to get healthy and know and remember and hold on to hope that better is coming. It comes when we stay focused on what we can control, not other people or stuff we have no real power over. And I think it starts with our own health and well-being. Times will change. Things will get better if we hold on to hope. As hard as it is and as difficult as it is, especially when you're going through it, like when you're going through the suck. And I know like a lot of people in the military talk about that. Like There's just moments that things just suck. It's hard to remember that, again, things will change. A season will end and another season will begin, begin. And we have to hold on to hope. We have to. We have to remind ourselves. We have to find whatever sliver of optimism and keep displaying it, reminding ourselves of it so that we can grow so that we can make it through the season, so that we can sustain ourselves, so that we can continue to be beneficial, even in our low moments. But again, that's why it's important that we use tools and the resources like counseling or an emotional release valve or talking to a brother when we're in those low moments to help us to navigate that, to help us manage our mental and emotional health. We got to do that. And and keep in mind that seasons will change. Seasons will change. So just hang on, you know, just stick it out and Keep reminding yourself that it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And like, that's the trick of the enemy is to make us think that it's not going to get better and that we're going to stay exactly in the same place. That's really the enemy trying to help us give up. Because yeah, if if the truth of the matter is is there's better on the other side of the mountain or whatever, the enemy doesn't want us to get to the other side of the mountain. He doesn't want us to grow. He doesn't want us to hold on to hope. He doesn't want us to continue to mature. He doesn't want us to make it. So if he can grab us with depression or anxiety and just paralyze us in a negative place so that we're no longer being beneficial, so that we're no longer being good or being in a good place, that's the victory for him. But we have to fight back by reminding ourselves and holding on to truth that it's going to get better and that things can change and that seasons will change and that it won't rain always. There's a song by this group I love, P.O.D., um called you know it doesn't rain always something like that i probably got the title wrong but it's it's the truth like no matter the situation it's not going to rain always things will change things will improve and even though it feels like a season can be feel like four seasons stuff can still get better and we just got to use the tools to keep our hope alive to keep ourselves alive to stay healthy control what we can control and just hold on and know that whatever season you're in the next season is coming a better season is coming, you know? So I just want to encourage you and remind you, hold on. Hold on. It's going to be okay. Hold on. Uh, that's it. You know, I'm just wrapping up the show. Thank you guys again for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Hit the little notification so you can get new videos, new podcast episodes, all that stuff. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting app, please, please leave a review, <laughs> whether you're Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, whatever. Leave a review um, and let me know what you think of the show. I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it 100%. And if you're interested in getting in contact with me, you can hit me up on the internet, social webs, social webs, on social webs, uh, Instagram or Twitter. The handle is Jamal Calpin. And uh, yeah, look forward to talking to you and hearing from you. And as a reminder, black man, you're called for more than mediocre living. You're here for a purpose to live for glory and for the good of others. Let's do the work and keep choosing to become beneficial for our community. I believe in you. Until next time, go make something for yourself, of yourself, and for God's glory and the good of others. Peace.